So let's go ahead and bring our guy in, Sean Marash of BetQL, of course. But Bet Nation, Sundays, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL network. Sean, that's a Giants hat you're wearing on your head. Are you happy about the direction in which your team is going this offseason or next season? I mean, talk to me after the draft to make sure that this general manager doesn't screw up anything, but I'm very happy. I just had to – I felt like my bald head was shining very bright <laughs> on the camera, so I had to go to the dirty uh, mowing the lawn hat here, and hopefully that pays off. Yeah. Sean, so I was reading earlier today about the Giants draft. You've got five and you've got seven. Uh, last yes. year's number five was Jamar Chase. Uh, last Ooh. two years uh, – this last year as well, number seven uh, was Penny Sewell. Uh, at seven. Imagine if uh, the Giants got both. Uh, do you think yeah. there is an impact player in this draft that is on that level that can take you to the next place in terms of contention or at least getting to mediocrity? Jesus. Uh, yes. I think that name is Kayvon Thibodeau yep. out of Oregon, who was obviously the, the guy everybody thought would be the first overall pick throughout early in the college football season. Remember, Oregon actually beat Ohio State without Thibodeau when he was hurt earlier in the year and for many various reports and reasons from any draft person he's falling a little bit slotting a little bit yep. Eden Hutchinson Evan Neal everybody's darlings the Giants have lacked that unbelievable pass rusher since they traded JPP they yep. used to be built on that and at least for the Giants sake while that offense figures itself out and you don't know what Dable's doing with it that defense has been pretty good over dare I say overachieving and they brought in Wink Martindale the former Ravens defensive coordinator who thrives on blitzing, if they can get a pass rusher that just consistently gets home, that could be the difference in getting this team into at least some kind of 500-like record or around there to, to put its put, put its path towards a wild card, and that's the kind of game-changing player could be on the board for the Giants there. On a 1-10 to 10 scale, how upset are you going to be when uh, the Washington Commanders get a game-changer in Russell Wilson, and we're going to win it all next year? <laughs> Why are you laughing? Will not upset me. Because the Washington Commanders, football team, whatever they are, will always, no matter how bad the Giants have been, be the laughing stock of that division. The least relevant franchise of the four franchises. Basically, Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys fans, like, we all fight with each other, look at each other, and then we're like, oh, that's right, Washington exists in our division. That's yeah, kind of how bad. we feel. You know what's funny? I, I hate when I get disrespected, but, like, when it comes to my Washington Commanders, I, I have nothing to say. Like, I agree with every single thing anybody ever says about my team. Yes, we are a laughing stock. We stink. Um, Let's talk about some teams that probably don't stink. Uh, some of these favorites sure. here. I have one question for the Giants. We want to stay there really quick. Yeah, I was just asking future Super Bowl. Oh, yep. Yeah. So quick, quick, just follow up on the Giants. I think what the Cincinnati Bengals and the Rams both showed us is that there's a couple of different ways that you can go ahead and get to that place. Uh, you can draft a quarterback who's a game changer, and you pretty much know he's a game changer right away. Or you can build around someone and make a system where all you have to do is just buy one or tr trade for one like Matthew Stafford, who's been maybe like hiding in irrelevancy in a place like, I don't know, Las Vegas or Detroit. Um, in your heart of hearts, which direction do you think makes the most sense for your franchise to go? Because I think when you lay down at night and you look at the sky, no matter who the coach is, even if it's someone who, you know, led Josh Allen, um, Probably Danny Dimes isn't that guy, right? Uh, look, again, I do I like Daniel Jones? Yes, but I think his health is a major question mark. I think the ideal scenario is the Bengals root with Joe Burrow. But the problem yeah. is 
getting work. lucky. Yeah. That guy, that guy being there, you having the right bad record at the time. It doesn't look like the Giants going to go into tank mode. So to kind of you know split this a little bit, I think the answer is to be determined after this year because I think the Giants need to get their salary cap in the right situation, kind of figure things out, what young guys they're sticking with, and then next year see where you're at in the draft. It, you know. Is it a young, you know what I mean? There's more quarterback coming out next year and see where the chips lie. And if you're not in a position to do that, maybe that's when you jump and you go try to find the move for whoever that quarterback could be. Because seemingly now quarterbacks are more available than ever as far as big names go on the market, which used to never be the case. I will be very interested to see what quarterbacks actually are on the move this offseason. Because like you said, yeah. this is very different to hear all these big name guys like yeah. like Hall of Fame quarterbacks just be like, oh, well, yeah. will he be and, there? And, will Aaron Rodgers be there? And how about in Green Bay now, hiring Rodgers' old quarterback coach right. tonight, bringing him back to Green Bay. Maybe he doesn't go on the move. It's, it's crazy. I mean, and Maybe. then even talk about, like, the younger guys. I mean, I don't know how you feel about Kyler Murray, but Kyler Murray doesn't want to be in right. Arizona, it feels like. Like, anything is possible you got this Howard Eskin saying that the Eagles should go after Deshaun Watson. Yeah. All kinds right. of things are being said. A lot of quarterbacks. Dang. Yeah, that I was forgot about today. Deshaun Watson uh, yeah. st- still not in the league for those reasons. Nothing, I mean. nothing will shock me between now and the draft as far nothing. as quarterback. Absolutely. I've absolutely learned that. Well, let's talk about the uh, the Super Bowl because it's never too early to talk about the Super Bowl. But we have some outright <laughs> winners already uh, available to be bet on right now. you got to beat that line. We're looking for closing line value here or any type of value. Right now, the Bills are favored to win next year's Super Bowl, plus 750, as well as the Chiefs, both 750. Rams 11-1 to to repeat, 12-1 to the Bengals. Remember last year, they were 75-1 to tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars to win it all. If you have anything, or if you've kicked around the idea, any team that you would sprinkle some money on right here, right now to win it all and try to beat uh, beat the curve next year. I, I hate being so cliche because it's so trendy and I'm the opposite of trendy. But my dart will be the Chargers. It will absolutely be the Chargers. The way they, they couldn't survive that final game versus the Raiders. Figure out a way to, to have the tie. And they feel like that team that missed out on the playoffs. Everybody loves Herbert. Herbert is the real deal. I just I hope that Staley learned from some of his mistakes he had down the stretch as far as being way too aggressive at times. But everybody I talk to keeps saying the same thing, and I hate going that way. I'm such a zag when everybody else zigs what guy. Yeah. But for me, if you're looking at, you know, off the off the wall odds, a non-playoff team, try to follow that kind of trend the way the Bengals had this year. To me, it's gotta be the Chargers with Justin Herbert. I like that. Yeah, that's I actually like that play a lot. Yeah, me too. I think like you go and see what the Chargers have. They have all of the pieces that a contender right. has. So young. Like they just literally fell and apart. By the way, the the interesting thing would be in a year if the Chargers win the Super Bowl, they even bother having a parade in L.A., knowing how little of fans would show up for that compared to what happened right. to the Rams. Right. Yeah. I mean, Aaron Donald seemed to enjoy himself, so I guess right. that's all right. that matters. Yeah. But no, but everybody's just yeah. living their lives like, oh, they're doing the parade. I have a vegan taco uh, <laughs> uh, shop to go to at uh, noon. The Chargers can do their parade in London because that's where they're the most popular. <laughs> exactly. 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 Who do you think is worth the least value? Because I'm looking at here at the, at the Cardinals at plus 2,000. Thousand, uh, I think we saw the Denver Broncos earlier at plus fourteen hundred, but now they're back down to plus eighteen hundred with the news the of Rogers yeah effect, yep. the Rogers effect. Um, what do you see that's like sort of chalky where you're like absolutely stay away from this bet? Well, I I think it's the continuous trend of hoping that casual betters fall into the Dallas Cowboys love trap oh. and go oh they're gonna figure it out, figure it out, figure oh. it out. That was me this the year. Best the best bet you can figure out every year is how many people, because they're so nationally loved, even while they're hated, 
fall in love with funneling money the Cowboy way, and that juices the odds quite a bit. Get me out on the Cowboys. That's the safest bet in the world. They will not be in the Super Bowl at all next year. Wow. Coming from a New York guy, no bias at all in that state. At all. I'm serious, though. Every year, every show, oh, the Cowboys, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, you know what's going to happen. How did you feel about the Cowboys like the before the bye week this year or last year? I was looking at the Cowboys like, yo, the Cowboys look really, really good. I was impressed. I thought they had a chance that they stayed healthy. You're impressed, but you know, ultimately, anytime you have Mike McCarthy, I mean, and and their defense, let's be honest, it was all about Diggs turnovers this year and Parsons wrecking games. Other than that, too many holes. And also on top of that, really, you really want to think about two years from now when this team ends up getting Sean Payton and then everything changes. It's always something, uh, the next up with Dallas. They always have something to point to. Like, oh, but wait until we get a real coach. Well, you just paid McCarthy a trillion dollars. Sean, I you know what? Betting, betting wise, I'm being serious. You think about Sean Payton. If you really think Sean Payton's your coach in two years, then absolutely that's a team you stay away from this year. Absolutely. Because clearly they wouldn't go there. That's a good way to look at it. Before we get you out of here, I need to know about this um, this atrocious take that you had. Um, oh, you no. thought we're going to talk to him next? Oh, we stay next segment because I have to ask you about this and maybe the listeners can. Yep. It was a viral problem. Yep, Yep, and we will address this viral problem. We should get Brianna Robinson, the woman who wrote the article. We should bring her on here as well. Yeah, and also the girl who said uncut jobs. It was about (laughs) as much of a gaffe of that. We'll have to get back to you. That's the tease. Sean did something that was absolutely inexplicable. My mouth was open the yeah. entire time. I'm, I'm reading I read it that. right now. You guys don't want to go anywhere. This is going to be a good one. I can't wait to hear Sean. Forget about what he feels and how he feels about the Giants. I want to talk to my guy about chicken. This. I'll just say chicken. You That's a good ta- tease. You talk about chicken? Let's talk about chicken with Sean Marash. All right, let's go back to the Roman video line. Our guy, Sean Marash. Sean, thank you for being so patient. With us, and a little birdie told me you're filling in for Nick Costos on the show. You better you bet tomorrow. Is that true? Yeah, me can do, and you better you bet tomorrow. Tomorrow and next Thursday. So, Nick, after basically working eight days a week, taking a little time off finally. Nice. What is exactly the schedule here? Because I was trying to get my time where I can watch you and the time that I can watch Nick. I don't know. Is it a is it like a consistent thing, or is it just based on, like, whether the mood ring of Nick Costos says, hey, it's time for me to, I've heard to, mood get ring bre- to get a break. Totally mood ring. Mood <laughs> ring. That, that and and I guess he writes on the boss's hands with a jelly pen. I think that's the other thing Nick does to let everybody know he's off. Remember those? Yeah, I do. I remember also Pogs. He's got hit when he flips the Pog <laughs> over. He's like, he's like, let's go. It's time. I'm off today. I'm off today. I've, I have decided. It's, <laughs> it's been decided. It's been my written. My mana, my magic cards, my mana is gone now. I don't know. I guess I'm just too nerdy, too nerdy. So <laughs> that's where that's where I lost you guys. I was that's about to say, what is she talking about? Basically, where um, I lost you. I am one nerd short of uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I tell you what. Radio um, host shocked. Radio <laughs> to find out that chickens don't regenerate their wings is what Brianna Robinson wrote, um, uh, Indy 100 four days ago, in an attempt to solve the crisis. Our guy Sean Marash, a co-host. Of Damon, CBS Sports <laughs> Radio show. The a Mandalora. A Mandalora. The Mandalora. The, the DA, DA show. show suggested clipping rooster and chicken wings. <laughs> Wait, he says, uh, you'd have to kill the entire rooster. And then Sean says, well, you clip one until uh, a Mandalora is interjected with, Wait, you think wings grow back? <laughs> 
the statement did seem to surprise Mirage. I was under the impression that when we make the wings, the reason we have so many is we cut one wing off and no, no. it just grows back. That's not a terrible <laughs> argument. I mean, there are a lot of chicken wings. So we're killing all these chickens and yes. they only have two wings apiece. Like Come reptiles on. grow oh, stuff. I mean, back. I get a ten piece. You're telling me I killed five chickens on a ten piece at Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings on a Friday yes. night? Yes. Sorry, chicks. Like reptiles grow stuff back. Think about how many wings we have in the world. I thought the reason we do this is that boom, one wing, give it a couple months, and it comes back clucking. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's a direct quote. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like Snopes. This feels like Snopes. Did someone say this? And you look it up and you go, nope, that was a Reddit thread that someone that was high came up with. That some radio host that I made up in my own brain oh said around oh, the Super Bowl. I love that. So, okay. I wish it worked. Let's that way. talk about your parents uh, for a second. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, fair. Totally fair. <laughs> talk about how one comes to this conclusion. Hey, Sean, here's a chicken. You ever want wings? We have to kill the entire thing. I, I, I don't know. Look, I'm a wing eater. Yeah. I, I don't know why if I dreamt this, if somebody told me this a while ago, I just had this vision of watching TV and seeing some kind of uh, you know hen house with a bunch of one-wing chickens going around as we wait for the other wings to grow back. I know that like lizards' tails grow back. There's the old saying, a chicken runs around with its head cut off. I don't know, but the simple math of how many chickens must exist for how many restaurants serve wings and how many we eat just blows my mind that I just lived life thinking that they like regenerated. So are you going vegan now or now that you know that we are literally slaughtering millions of chickens just the, for I, a bucket of wings? I, I think the better question I, is, <laughs> are the are the wings actually real now? So yeah. many wings yeah. around, and I don't but know if Q, there's that right? many chickens. Q, the like, math doesn't add up. It's not. It, it. Sean, I'm with you. We are up. together. This is news to me as well. They kill, they kill them for other reasons, and then the wings are just bystanders. But like, yeah, then how do they decide which ones are there to lay eggs? Which ones are, are we eating for wings? I don't know. So got all-purpose all purpose chickens? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we're going to use them. Well, actually... I'm, I'm sorry to say, but there are literal chicken coops where the chickens cannot move. Literally, they are shoulder to shoulder. Oh, interesting. You're getting a little yeah, too yeah. dark right here. Oh, yeah. I, I got they are for slaughtering. Let me tell you this. <laughs> Let me tell you this, Sean. So when I when I was a little kid, I grew up on a farm before we ended up moving to Portland, Oregon. And uh, my mom would kill chickens to give us as kids to eat Great and they and I was four years old and she made me pluck the feathers oh. off oh, the dead no. chickens so shame on you Audrey Crick I know you're listening for traumatizing your child I, I would love to be as naive as Sean Marash. I would oh, yeah, love to like, know. I didn't grow up on a farm. I grew up five minutes from the beach on Long Island. You think I would? I knew seagulls. You think I knew anything about re, you know regrowing wings? You, you know got, about you rats. You knew. You know about rats. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean rats, squirrels, the whole thing. But no chickens. What are you nuts? Oh. I mean, it, no, no. I knew about KFC. That was it. So how did this go viral? What was the aftermath? How did you know this thing had blown up? Uh, when I took a nap after doing the morning show Monday and I woke up to my Twitter handle blowing up because the big lead had tweeted it out and then like Yahoo and the United Kingdom took it and ran with it. I got a call to go on a show in England that they wanted to know if I was for real. I'm like, England? You guys can't. I, I love The that. day after the Super Bowl, everybody's talking about Matt Stafford and somehow my stupid comment about chicken wings, it was just one of those things. And when I said it, I've said 10 times dumber things on the air. I <laughs> I'm scared for me. Was, 
Yes, very much. <laughs> I shouldn't have admitted that before hosting tomorrow on You Better You Bet. Absolutely. That was a bad job by me. Sean, Maybe I haven't said things dumber. I don't know. I will say this, brother. What's your favorite? What's your favorite wing flavor? I mean, I I could care less if, if this went viral. I'm sorry, people. Yes, awesome. cut the wings off of them. I love wings. Sorry, chickens. We all have a purpose. What's so your favorite lim- flavor? I, it's like picking your favorite Sopranos character, right? You're going to eliminate Tony Soprano. So I'm going to eliminate classic Buffalo because mm-hmm. that to me is still like the best. Great. Uh, to me, two types of sauce. There is a bourbon sauce I get at this place down the block from me. And it's got a little bit of that sweetness to it, but it's not overly barbecue tasting. Mm. It, it's just a bourbon glaze I find to be phenomenal. And I hate to go chain restaurant here, but I'm going to Buffalo Wild Wings Asian Zing is the way to go. Asian Zing at Buffalo Wild Wings is the bomb, bomb, I knew bomb. I like this, man. Asian I knew it. Zing. In college. Wow, we're at the break already. In college, literally, <laughs> I got introduced to Asian Zing Wings. And this guy was like, he was like, he played on the football team. He said, these are the best wings here. Don't ask no questions. Just get these every time you come. Every time I go to B-dubs, Asian Zing. Every single time. Sean, thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you for taking your hat off so we can see your bald head. It's not the same when you have a cap on. Uh, That's Sean Marash (laughs) from Bet Nation. Sundays, right after our show. Myself, Quinn Mayo, Travis Thomas, Sean Marash, and Bet Nation.